Hello there. I'm your friendly voiceover artist, Melissa, and welcome once again to Colin and Bob's Guide. No, listen, read this one. Oh. And welcome to Rob's Guide, in which Rob will look at various... What happened to Colin? He's gone away, he's on the oh, so It's my show this week. <laughs> it's mine. All mine. <laughs> well, I don't think that has the same kind of ring to it at all. Yeah, whatever. Right, well, uh, hello and welcome to Rob's Guide. <laughs> he's the funny one. Shut up. Right, so, so hello and welcome to Rob's Guide. This week, Rob will be looking at... Hey! Hello! Uh, hello, hello, mate. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, hello. Uh, okay, the wee lassie, bonnie yeah, lad. Good, yeah, good time in Edinburgh. Yeah, brilliant. I got you some Edinburgh rock. Brilliant. Right, what are you up to? Nothing. Nothing wasn't. Uh, I I was just getting the, the stuff ready. I thought we could do another guide. Oh, brilliant. All right, oh, well, let me just put the bags down a second. Oh, yeah. well, that train journey was immense. Yeah, it was about yeah. five hours. Yeah, I swear, like a pig. Right, I'll just get a stool. Have you got a script? No, uh, no. I thought we'd just wing it this week, you know, freestyle. Freestyle? Yeah, you know, not off off the cuff. Oh right, okay. What well, you you weren't going to start without me though? No, <laughs> no, right, we right. wouldn't have done that. Oh, don't flare up. Easy. Never. What guide is it then? I thought uh, this week we could have London. We've done London. Part two. Hey, part two. Part two. Yeah, as they did in those rubbish films. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, right, so yeah, because we did last time, we didn't get everything in the London Guide. So what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, I thought that, you know, there's loads of places to visit in London when you come to London. Uh, yes. Some of the major tourist attractions. I thought we worked quite a few of those. Yes. mentioned that. Brilliant. Oh, ow! And also we could talk about the games we play on the Tube. Yep, how to amuse yourself on those long and dull London Tube journeys. So let's start off with what? Well, I thought we could uh, start by looking at a band. Let's do it. Rob Tofield looks at... Billy the Vision and the Dancers. Hang on, what was that jingle? Nothing. Just, huh. the, just the we've been looking at jingle. All right. Billy the what? Billy the Vision and the Dancers. I've never heard of them. Oh, wow. Then they're not on picking headphones. No. All right. This week, this it's a band that you know, we saw at a gig. We. Yeah, me and Melissa. You and Melissa went to a gig. But yeah, you, you were on holiday. You both went. Melissa, did you go to a gig? Yeah, I was there. Well, I thought I was supposed to be the musical reviewer. Well, yeah, you were on holiday. No, well, look, all right, then. Well, tell us what you thought of Billy Piper and the Dancers. Yep, what? it's Billy the Vision and the Dancers. All right, whatever. All right. Uh, I thought they were great. Really jolly band, and basically they just they just spread a bit of happiness around the world. All right. Did they give up money? No. I like the effect that they have. When when you put Billy the Vision on, hmm. it's immediately like one, one of those parts, like, you know, the bit in the Divine Comedy's uh, National Express. Hmm. You put it on, and everyone sort of nods their head and starts going... Yeah, it's like it has that effect all the way through the album. And I suppose you've got a little snippet of Billy the Vision and the Dancers. Yes, I've got a little snatch. Pablo Diablo, I'm doing the best I can I cannot dance at this question cause it make me feel sick Pablo Diablo and I won't let you in Cause you're not good enough I won't let you in, no, I won't let you in, no I won't let you in, no, I won't let you in I'm Pablo Diablo and I won't let you in Oh, see? Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, oh, I'll let you off. Yeah, so go to the website. It's Billy the Vision at B I L L I E the Vision.com uh, and go and check them out. Very, very good band indeed. I've been looking at. What was that? Nothing. 
That's a weird jingle again. No, it's just a remix. Right. You've had too much time on your hands. Yeah. Right, so what are we talking about? Right, good London. 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 London Games. Oh, yeah, because uh, we have brought you Colin and Rob exclusives before, uh, such as the Pirate Radio game, mm-hmm. if you remember from a few uh, episodes back. Yep. Today, we have another exclusive. Live action this time. Indeed. Uh, if you are coming to London, you may get a bit bored on the uh, hell nightmare, which is London Underground. Yeah. If, um, especially if, like us, you move to the wrong part of London. Yes. You move to North Oak and yes. you are spending an hour and a half each way on the tube. Anyway, because of these uh, situations where you've got to stay awake, so we've created the London Underground Human Guess Who. Mm. Um, basically, if you're not uh, familiar, if you sit on the London Underground, you'll be probably be faced with five strangers in front of you, mm. uh, sitting, looking at you, and if you're with a mate, uh, you can play Guess Who. Mm. So basically, it's, it's like the... Uh the 70s kids game where you had the, the different faces and it's say, Claire is he wearing glasses yes is he wearing a hat yes it's Claire yeah but has yeah. he got a bag oh he's been shot dead yeah right okay so basically you'll have you and your mate sat there yeah your mate has to look at the six people on the other side of the carriage yeah and pick one and then the mate has to ask like are they wearing shoes yeah well, they, well why wouldn't they be, well, they be they've come trainers. down to the tube naked <laughs> Are they no, wearing they like, Are they wearing shoes rather than trainers? Oh, I see. Right. Oh, are right. they carrying a large rucksack? Oh, are they a terrorist? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay, that's wrong. Uh, and yeah, basically, yeah, you have to ask uh, ask you two questions. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. are they wearing a hat? Yeah. Uh, Do they have glasses? Yeah. And then you've got one guess to see if you've guessed the same as your mate. Yeah. Of course, this game does rely on honesty, because you could just go, no, nah, it wasn't it. And, but the, the, the genius thing is, the players change every stop. Yeah, that's the great thing. So it's hours of fun. Every time you go past Leicester Square, all change, you've got a brand new game. Oh, God. we've got too much we've, time on that. We've spent too many hours on the underground, haven't we? <laughs> Jesus, what? All right, if you are coming to London, you do need to know where to go. Mm. Well, you're lucky, because me and Rob have worked at some of London's top attractions. We have. Uh, for example, the Harmony London... Sex Shop. Harmony Sex Shop. Yeah. Um, what kind of games have you used to play in Harmony Sex Shop? Well, yeah, we used to do, uh, like, celebrity spotting, because at the time I was in Harmony Sex Shop, you were working at the Palace Theatre. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we'd sit and compare what celebrities we'd spotted that day. And you actually got celebrities coming into Harmony Sex Shop? Yeah. Who? I can't say, can I? Why not? I can't reveal celebrity sex toy antics, can I? Can you not? No. Write it down. All right, well, we had, uh, had uh... Really? Yeah, she came in. Really? Yeah. What did she buy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. A 10-inch Dido? She's taller uh, than that. No, no. I've skipped the next bit. Okay. It's not a top attraction, is it, Harmony Sex Shop? But London Dungeons, Rob. Oh, yes. Yes, many, many happy hours we spent in London Dungeons. Yes, indeed. We both worked there. Yep. Um, the setup there, basically, you go around, it's a uh, history of nasty things, basically. Yeah. Uh, and around the various sections, you have actors uh, doing little shows, either explaining like the torture equipment or... Just shouting at public. Shouting and scaring people. Yeah. Or, you know, telling the story of Jack the Ripper, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it costs about a million pounds. Yeah, which is a bargain. When the yeah. actors work for... Don't go there, Rob. I know no, you're I still bitter, <laughs> but uh, I was actually down there when we had the silence for the 7-Eleven mm. uh, a few years ago. Mm. I was still working down there, so obviously, you know, we had to pay our respects. Don't Why are you laughing? You just said we had the silence for 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, the famous shop disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I think you meant 9-Eleven, mate. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Um, 9-11, yeah. even, 
Uh, and I was down there, and obviously I had to uh, stop everyone going into certain sections because we were going to have a two-minute silence. Yeah. I had to explain to them, ladies and gentlemen, please pay your respects in a few minutes for the disaster, which was 9-11, mm. right? All the sound effects turned off, mm. apart from the whipping and screaming. <laughs> just behind me in the torture chamber which I thought was uh, so you're standing there with heads bowed for a two minute silence with ah, yeah yeah well I could say it was fairly appropriate but let's not go there right okay so, of course yeah we both worked there and we both mm. worked briefly at uh, Madame Tussauds as well yeah in the chamber of horror yeah you can see a sort of theme running through our careers yeah degradation humiliation yeah, yeah. Uh, low pay yeah right um so yes, we were both working in Two Swords. I was quite proud of myself in Two Swords. Why was that? We were in the Chamber of Horrors. And you know, like in, in McDonald's, mm. the staff will get like little golden badges mm. as, you know, once you've learned to use the frying machine or right. you can flip a brilliant burger, you get an extra gold badge. Right. I got a special gold badge. I was the first person in the Chamber of Horrors to get three people to physically wet themselves. Really? Yeah, I was quite proud. Excellent, like a mass weeing. Yeah. Right. You jump out and surprise people. If they actually lose bladder control, you get a bonus point. Brilliant. Not quite as good as uh, our friend Sylvana when we went to London Dungeon. <laughs> she got the She triple. got the special brown star. That's all <laughs> we're saying. <laughs> so anyway, enough of our waffling. Uh, should we look at another band? Another band? Because we've made so many band friends on MySpace and met right. so many bands, right. we're now going to uh, have two bands each week. Well, you seem to take over the show, so um, yeah, let's do what you want. Rob Tofield looks at what was that jingle again? Oh, uh, oh I, I don't care actually. What band are we looking at this time? It's Tits of Death. Tits of Death. <laughs> yes, Colin. <laughs> again, come on, you're 27 years old. Again, yeah, I am 27. Again, I've never heard of Tits of Death. Well, they're a band that um, maybe Melissa went to see during that. You and Melissa went to see another band? Yeah. Right. And to be fair, right. Melissa saw most of them because I, thanks to London Transport, turned up late and, and caught the end of the last song. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, let's hear a bit of Tits of Death. Here's a little snatch. This is a bust. This is a bust. Driven by last in tits we trust. This is a bust. This is a bust. Driven by last in tits we trust. So near! Here to upset you, we're gonna catch you You've been a bad, bad boy So there we are, Tits of Death. Right. Come on then, you want to be the re- music reviewer, you don't like me and Lizzie doing that. Uh, what did you think of Tits of Death? So let's hear your opinion. Why not? You're not just reading out a press release or the front page of a band's website. Hmm? All right. Well, I think to compare Tits of Death to bands such as L7 would be journalistically lazy. Similarities could be drawn between them and a band that would be considered a polar opposite, such as Ned's Atomic Dustbin, because of their two bass guitar setup, which drives forth their scuzzy noise driven rock. And is that what you thought? Yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. So there you go. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Tits of Death. They're very good. Um, go to the website titsofdeath.com. Uh, it's funny because you see that most of their songs are about tits, right? And and uh, you go to the front page of their website, and uh, you have to click on Jesus's knockers to enter. You're such a child. I've been looking. We've been looking at. Well, that's better, thank you. Alright. Hmm. So, yeah, actually, you're saying about the uh, your 9 11 experience. Yeah. Remember the 7 7? Oh, I hate these abbreviations. Uh, the 7 7 experience. London Underground bombings. Yeah, the two minute silence for that. We were out during the day uh, doing a show somewhere, 
and we got stopped in the Highgate, and it was, in many ways, it was brilliant. Not as it was a great thing to do, but no. Uh, I loved the way that the whole street suddenly stopped. Uh, all the stores closed for two minutes. The whole of London all, stopped. Yeah, London just stopped and came to a standstill. It was silent, and you, you found all these shoppers, all the staff, everyone out on the street paying their respect. United. Yeah, Indeed. it was wonderful. Apart from one person, one of your favourite type of people as well, Rob. Yep. A London traffic warden. <laughs> he couldn't notice that the whole of the road, everyone had stopped oh. and stood still. Yeah. What did he do? Looked at his watch, walked over to a car, slapped a ticket on it. Right. And uh, I, I went and had a little chat with him. A chat? I gave him a list of names that he should reconsider of naming himself. Right. Uh, but yeah, did it do any good? No. He just slapped a ticket on someone's car and walked off. Mm. Hence you made a t-shirt. Yeah. Kill, Kill all, tra- all traffic wardens. wardens. Right. And my, my Kill All Traffic Wardens t-shirt is brilliant because I've, I've had so many people... It's like a little a little smile radar. You just <laughs> walk down the street and people always go, always go, oh look at that, brilliant. I've even had policemen... <laughs> I had a policeman come up to me one day in the street and go, where did you get that shirt from, mate? That's brilliant. <laughs> We've even had them nicking police cars outside. It's... So, yeah, yeah. Get, get yourself one of my limited edition Rob Tofield Kill All Traffic Warden t-shirts. Go to colourandrob.co.uk. You can buy one and make friends immediately, even with the police. <laughs> So anyway, uh, enough of our waffling. Uh, we've now got a... Sorry, we've got to go into an ad break. We've got ads. Yeah, we've got a uh, sponsor's word from our sponsors. Hi. We're looking for people to join our busy workforce. We offer an attractive pay scale and plenty of fresh air. All that we ask in return is that you were born out of wedlock, were picked on at school, have never had a girlfriend, and have a complete contempt for society. That's right. You can become a London traffic warden. Call us now on 0207 666 666. Only people who speak English as a second language have no morals or interpersonal skills may apply. So, uh, doing your own sketches as well? Yeah. Right, um, so I've been away uh, for a week. Uh, might as well have been away for a year because it seems that you don't actually need me anymore. Well, no, to be honest, mate, I think you're right. I don't. I mean, Sorry? basically... You, you being away for a week has made me realise that you know I write the funny stuff I do well, the best voices what's eh? the point in actually having you around well I, well, the point is Rob that we're a double act right so you need no, me I think we're a double act hey right I mean come on let's be honest you know, what? if I'm doing all the work what? You know, this, is, this is my studio but, eh? uh, that's my name above the door you put your name above the door yeah that's just silly no I like names on doors well right okay it's my door to my studio where we record my show yeah, I am Streatham Towers. Excuse me, but there's these two big blokes downstairs knocking on the door. The door with my name on. They're shouting something about the rent not being paid. Bye. Bollocks. Hmm. Now we can see that in this episode, Colin and Rob have resurrected the timeless bickering double act routine to great effect. If we deconstruct the preceding podcast, we can see that they've used the traditional double act device for staged argument, during which one of the pair gains the higher status only to have revenge thrust upon him in the closing moments of the show. This premise has been used many times by the likes of Morecambe and Wise, Laurel and Hardy, the Chuckle Brothers, Little and Large, the Crankies, Everyone's a critic. 